Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Cow Daily after a week's hiatus due to a combination of me being ill and then having to move house when I'm ill. But here we are in Spartan quarters, as you can see. But we've got a bit of continuity there. We've got not just me. We've got the picture. So um, yeah, we're going to be here for, like for a short time and then on a more stable accommodation, basically because the house that we were in was just making me ill. It was uh, very damp. And you just sometimes just have to get yourself away, don't you? So that's what we did. And here we are again. Um, I'm absolutely done in and knackered, as you can imagine. House moves are never good, but here we are. Um, one of the reasons why I'm doing this slightly earlier, I see he's coming into the live stream now. It's not its regular time of 12 o'clock today. Is I'm just trying to get the lay of the land. And I've got a border collie here, champing at the bit to go and explore the general area and get his walks in. So we'll be doing that. Um, today, though, what we're going to be talking about is, is it okay not to do Christmas? Now, people who've listened or followed my writing and stuff for a while um, will know that I've spoken about like my relationship to Christmas um, before, and it is quite, I don't want to say complicated. There's nothing complicated about it for me. I'm just not into it. Like... I wasn't even really that into it when I was a kid, when I was getting like the Amiga Shadow of the Beast special edition and <laughs> things like that. I just, it for me, it's it's got a lot more connotations than it maybe has for other people. And I will explore some of that um, through this bit. Um, we will be uh, regularly doing shows over the Christmas period. Um, I'll be obviously taking some days to see family and speak to friends and things like that. But... Other than that, um, business as usual for us, really. Um, but it is what it is, you know. Um, the, the things that will stop us being able to do shows is actually putting this house straight um, rather than anything to do with Christmas. I'm certainly prioritizing myself during this period because in years gone by, I haven't done that. And that was a mistake. So he was in the comments, though. So he was arrived. Um, Joanne saying, Oh, you sound fab. In what sense, mate? Is it me throat's improved or have we got a better um, sound set up here? Because this room seems to have much deader sound than um, the last place. Um, and this is the, literally the first time I've turned it on um, after getting it set up yesterday after about four hours cape. Um, and about five hours last night as well, but we've got pretty much got it done. Was it nice to see you, brother? um joanne you've done so many house moves i'm going to talk about why on a show in the future um it's it's not always it sometimes it's a choice like we like variety but it's not all that shows about but i will talk about like kind of the life that we live a little bit in the future if you want me to um it's a little bit uncommon kind of part traveler part not i suppose um right see who's else is in zoe jarrett all right mate how you doing and Jacqueline Hemmons is about, hi there, I'm ignoring Christmas as much as I possibly can. I'll wish everyone else a happy holiday, but for myself, I've not got much time for Christmas. I'm glad you're feeling better, I hope. Um, I can relate to what you're saying about Christmas, and I am feeling a bit better. I'm just feeling, a bit, I think it's just exhaustion from the move, but it's hard to tell. And I see a lot of work are down with this flu bug and whatever. So I'm trying to like keep myself away from that because it like, I think when I got shingles, it, it, the new stuff coming out about COVID is if repeat infections can damage your immune system. And I think that's possibly why a lot of people are getting slayed by this. Um, some of the science coming out now isn't around like we didn't get infected as we normally would around lockdowns. Um, they're linking it to repeated COVID infections. So watch what you're doing. 
get yourself some FFP2 masks. FFP2 and above, seriously, the other ones, waste of time. But FFP2s, you can be sure of it. Right, what a... So, Joanne's saying, Fab, as in... Uh, I don't know, I've got the five-minute mark yet. As an f Do you Oh, you're being kind. Yeah, right, sound got you, mate. I, I, I really couldn't tell, to be honest. But yeah, my throat's not 100%. But, you know, we'll plow on. We'll get cow daily done, and that's why we're here. So don't worry about it. We'll, I'll hopefully be better by next week. Anyway, let's get into what we're actually here to talk about, which is Christmas. So there's a variety of different reasons why I have um, a seemingly complex relationship with Christmas. But this from YouGov, what kind of person doesn't like Christmas? This is Matthew Smith, head of data journalism. We're going to cherry pick a few bits of Matthew's work here. But one thing I would like to point out is, why do they always feel compelled to use some kind of picture of bloody Scrooge or something like this? Um, so straight away off the bat, you're not really doing um, much of a favor there, Matthew. Here's the, here's the research here. I'll just make this big two seconds. So what kind of person doesn't like Christmas? Bastards, according to Matthew, like Scrooge. So it says here, one in seven dislike Christmas. And the question posed was, how much would you say you like or dislike Christmas? In percentages, like 66%, neither 16%, dislike 15%. So we are in a cool yet exclusive group. Um, and I would like to point out, one of the, the things about like Christmas conformity is, is like if somebody goes, do you like Christmas? Do you like Christmas? And you say no, straight away, it's not a good faith conversation, is it? What's the matter with you, Scrooge? Just like at the top of this Dafty's research. Anyway, YouGov goes on, while two-thirds of Britain, 67% like Christmas, a further 16% are apathetic, and one in seven, 15% actively dislike it, guilty as charged. So who are the Scrooges that barn humbug at the season of goodwill all men see what i mean it's just this kind of like oh yeah well you're on the outs and that is the problem that is a problem to me quite frankly that you're not allowed like a plurality of opinion and you can't just dislike it and there are a variety of reasons why people dislike it i mean currently at the minute i've had the coming up with the longest period without alcohol uh, um and i have this like really strange relationship with it and it used to be i mean obviously as, as lot as know i've organized events and done a variety of different party related things plenty of christmas events in the past christmas raves like live shows that kind of thing and they're just more hassle than they're worth <laughs> like a lot of the time they really really get on your nerves and I think that's probably a lot down to myself, of course, because um, of how I feel about the, the the whole Christmas thing. But that's that's how I feel, and I, I, I'm not sure I'm fully over the like feeling weird and apologising for it, but because of the sort of like tractor beam of Christmas, let's call it, where you just get sucked into being like slap on the fake smile and just to pretend everything's all right. One of the things that I really dislike, and we'll explore more of it in future shows over the Christmas period, is when people weaponize Christmas and they do it like because quite often they don't want to experience discomfort around their like 
happy clapping bullshit, as I'll put it. But like, it becomes a real problem when that stuff is weaponized by people who've got a big platform, particularly when they're talking to somebody like Mick Lynch. Now, this was from a couple of weeks ago, I believe. And this is Richard Madeley's interchange with Mick Lynch. We'll talk about when we come back. Interested in your thoughts on it in the comments too. Now, and I'm not being sentimental about this. Um, you will know, because you keep an eye on the opinion polls, that many people who support your right to strike and who support your basic thrust and your, and your cause are appalled that you're striking over Christmas, over this Christmas week. Uh, they feel that it's an act of almost sadism and unkindness. Whatever happened to Christmas kindness? Why couldn't you put all of these strikes, every single one of them, into January? Why do you have to target people at Christmas? Because you're going to be putting people out of business who run, who run hotels, who run restaurants, who run bars and retailers. This is the time of year where they make their money. And you are robbing them of their income for the coming year. Many of them are saying they're going to go bust. Well, we're not targeting Christmas. This it isn't Christmas yet, Richard. I don't know when your Christmas starts, but mine starts on Christmas Eve. So we are striking at this time That's because we've not got Christmas, a settlement. Commercial Christmas and, starts in and, December. You know well, that. It's not indis- well. You're being disingenuous. It's not disingenuous, is it? It is disingenuous. So, of course it is. Well, Christmas, Christmas, commercial Christmas does not start on answer. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is when people shut Richard, early. Don't be ridiculous. Richard, you're just talking Co- to yourself Christmas for starts at the end of November you're, and you're early ranting. December, and that's when people make their money, and you are Richard, depriving them of their now. income. That's the point. Right. Have you finished, then? Well, uh, will you answer the question, Mr. Lynch? And then I'll so, shut up. Well, I have answered the question. So, well, OK, oh, if you give me a minute, I will. No, you said that Christmas so, starts on Christmas Eve, and that's nonsense. I won't let you get away with nonsense. Well, you're, Christmas you're, you're does not start to on Christmas now, Eve. Richard. So let's just be clear. It starts in early December, right. and that's what we're talking do you, about. Do you want to... Richard, why don't you just interview yourself if you want to Cheap talk point, to me Mr. Like Lynch. Cheap point, Mr. Lynch. He's got some neck, isn't he? Cheap point invoking the spirit of Christmas as to why like, uh, pe- like people shouldn't be striking. Uh, is he wanting everybody's child who works like... Um, <laughs> who's unionized by the RMC to be like Tiny Tim. The problem that we've got here is, is like those families are going to be going into Christmas and they're scared to put the heating on and they're scared to, like, they don't know how much they've got to spend on food. Never mind the extra stress about um, presents and just about like all of the bump that goes around with it. Um, And... The fact that Maidley is just two seconds, I've moved, right? And I think the audio is skipping a little bit. I'm just going to redo it. And this is what happens when you have to reset your studio, right? I think that's better. Apologies if that was skipping in your ear a little bit, but it is what it is, war kids. So anyway, um, the way Maidley goes in on Mick Lynch there, I mean, it's like full-on partridge for a start. Like, I mean, there's talk that Coogan-based partridge, at least in part on Maidley, and he partridges the, the life out of Lynch there. But it's part of this, like, um, the the media and the, just all these bad faith ghouls, like, mocking up Mick Lynch as the Grinch and it's, it handily rhymes and whatever. And meanwhile, the public are still 60-odd percent in support of the strikes, I believe. And he's trying to say, oh, all of these people are saying this, that, and the third. There's always going to be inconveniences around strikes. And given the fact that, like, the government and, uh, like, the vested interest won't get around the table, they're going to have to go ahead with the strike. Same with the posties as well. And you've got these media people, these ghouls, who are just completely and utterly um, taking the piss, quite frankly. Like, talking to somebody who represents people who are, who are scared to put their heating on 
whilst talking about the the fucking spirit of Christmas. Is it the spirit of Christmas for people to like be living in poverty and get a nice pat on the head from the upper classes and the the chattering media classes like Maidley? He wasn't even a very good shoplifter. I uh, old school gang know what that's all about. So it's things like that. It's like using Christmas to control people's behavior and control um, the way people act and the way people go on and the way people respond to certain things. Now, I'm going to put, this, this is me. Like, this is how I feel. I don't care at all how pe other people are in reg regards to Christmas. In fact, if it gives you a bit of like levity and a bit of um, just a bit of something in your life, then God bloody enjoy it. And as somebody pointed out in a comment earlier, and I've spoke, other people have spoken this week too, we need some something in the middle of winter. We need something um, which is lifts the gloom and the dark nights and all of that. But my issue is, is all of the money that is attached to it, particularly during this sort of cost of living scandal and the pressure that's put on from, yeah, man, the, the candles are barely out on the, on the pumpkins, which should be turnips, but that's a whole other discussion around Americanization. Then they're kicking in with the selection boxes. You haven't even got bonfire night in the selection boxes for Christmas in the, sh in the shops. Even the local news agents, it's solely all about consumerism. And personally speaking, there's a hell of a lot of things that could be better, better spending me limited cash on than this shit. And like every year, like it's not even not even just the money thing. Like even when I like I've had plenty of money in the past, it's like I just think, what's this for, man? Like a lot of the times, I would put a rave on at Christmas because people, like people, would be asking us, "Are oh, like what? What are you doing for Christmas?" We'd go out and all the stress about like seeing this group of mates, that group of mates, and I'd just go, "I put an event on, come to that." And I'll be honest with you, some of it was around like it would just offset all of that stuff. Oh, I'm busy doing an event; should come. And it puts people in a different <laughs> frame of mind. Um, I don't think I've ever really said that before, but it's true. So we'll go on. Interesting. Jim Carrey, just so we're clear, the Grinch never really hated Christmas. He hated people, which is fair. And that is fair. A lot of us don't want to actually be around that amount of people ever, particularly people who we wouldn't ordinarily choose to be around. But, and, but yet the social conformity kicks in once more. And we are in the situation where people like me get called the Grinch. Hey, I'm one of the nicest lads you'll ever meet in your life, right? <laughs> Most of the time, anyway. And I do resent being called some kind of like no fun having Grinch like person. But you know, if people want to call us that, then call that away. Blow the comments up with it. So this is from the Priory um, Clinic, and it's five things you should know about Christmas and mental health. And some of them are this, 54% of people get worried about the mental health of someone they know at Christmas. Mm, why do you think that is? 26% of people say Christmas makes their mental health worse. So let's interrogate that a little bit. Now, I've spoken about like how in the, like I've suffered from anxiety, depression, and a form of PTSD, which is pretty much alleviated now, to be honest. Like, touch wood, nobody's died for a hell of a long time. So... um without going deep into it as I've done on other shows it was just a series of traumas over the last 10 years where I met as well I had a season ticket for Saltwell Crematorium in Gated 
And that gets you eventually. I mean, I spoke about recent, recent bereavement episode um, a couple of weeks ago. And a lot of Christmas for me is wrapped up around that. And it really just brings it to the fore, um, like people that I miss. And also the, the challenges that some of them were facing, you know. There's also people like still in my life who have had really severe issues uh, like at Christmas. I'll, I'll play a little clip about that in a bit in a bit. And it's the sort of Christmas conformity wave, we'll call it, like sweeps over the land. I mean, Ray Maidley was having a back and forth with Lynch there about like Christmas, commercial Christmas starts at the start of, start of December. And it, I mean, this is, this is the whole point, isn't it? Like Christmas, Christmas, it's Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, whatever. And that, even that's longing it out as far as I'm concerned. And I think it's because there's this assault on capitalism, and anybody who speaks against it's having having a like a, a pop at their make capitalism. I think that's what a lot of this comes down to. And um, when people like refuse to participate in it, it kind of makes people feel the discomfort around um, what they're doing. So it's automatically fuck you, you're the Grinch. And I mean, I'll be having a belt. Do you know what I really like about Christmas, man? Like the silence of. <laughs> Of wait, like waking up and going for a nice walk on Christmas morning when most people are in bed with a hangover. Like, I'm a massive fan of that. Same as New Year's morning. As soon as the sun comes up, it's become a tradition for me. Clear head and going for a walk. Because just nobody's around and you've got the world to yourself and you can enjoy like some really nice places and, and just nice feelings. And for me, it's, it sets the tone for the, for the rest of the year um, to, to do things like that. Um, and I just quietly get on with it. I don't bother anybody, but you know, uh, you still get people who, like, even now, like, what you do for Christmas? <laughs> Why do you ask? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm trying to like do as as much as I can to manage my mental health as I possibly can. That's basically what I'm doing. Um, and I'm a lot better now than I was in previous years around this stuff because I think because I'm older and I'm just really comfortable with saying no. Um, even though it does still come with a little bit of like, are you sure now? Are you sure this is what you want to do? Yes, I am very sure that I would like to like have my own version of the holiday. I'm very sure about it. So anyway, some more from the Priory infographic. Um, reasons for struggling at Christmas. 83% feeling lonely. 81% uh, finding Christmas stressful. And 47% getting into debt. Um, the lonely one for me doesn't really exist, but I acknowledge totally that for some people it is that. And I suppose like the bereavement's an aspect of loneliness. Um, but it's not really that I actually actively want to be on my own. Um, especially after the sort of the last few weeks that I've had with being ill and um moving house and stuff. I need to just breathe, I need to decompress. I need to like do the opposite of what the expectations of Christmas are at, and I need to do that so I can go forward into 2023 well, because obviously, you know, if you followed us for a while, you'll know that I got the shingles um, viral thing on January the 1st, and I just thought it was the worst hangover ever, and it lasted a year, some hangover. Eh? So I'm, I've got the webs going into that because I've had so much like opportunity to um achieve the things I want to achieve in my life taken away from us over the last few years. So I was getting anxiety around Christmas and how that might affect the schedule and the things that I want to do. Um, 
And I think now, even as a 45-year-old man, I still worry about social conformity, even if it's on a subconscious level. Whereas now, um, I'm a, a similarly much more equipped to be able to de like deal with the backdraft of saying no. Um, I'll be saying no to alcohol too, um, where, where I go. And it's that's new to us. But there's really there's really good reasons for that. You know, um, a lot of the trauma that I've experienced in my life um, and the, the loss, somewhere along the line, drugs and alcohol has been a factor, not not via me. Um, I kind of sorted myself out in my 20s, really. Um, that's hard to talk about. That's not something I can really go deep into, and that's part of the fucking problem, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I can't certainly can't do it on here anyway. Uh, but yeah, it's a real, real issue and a real stressor for me just being around drunk people. Um, and it's not something that I really want to do. So what I'll be doing this Christmas is going to have a meal. When it starts to get a bit more drinky, I'm just going to change my clothes, go on my bike and not 20k out or something. Um, and then just get off. Just you know, I'm going to, you know, I want to see people, but I'm just not really ready to be around that level of alcohol. Because, um, you know, like for people really look forward to Christmas and getting absolutely mullered and stuff. And I respect that, man, if that's what you want to do. Uh, but it's not for me. And, yeah, I just feel that that's the thing that I need, need to do. And I suppose what I'm saying this for, like, openly is almost like giving people permission to just do whatever you want. Um. And it is okay not to do Christmas completely. It's other people's problem if they have a problem with you not fitting in. Because, you know, we're all different in the world, man. I know I'm certainly different. I've been called a weirdo enough times, and I embrace that. I am. I get it. I understand. I'm not what you would call normal. But that's all right, man. I'm happy with who I am. So I'm just kind of working it all out at the minute. I think... Like seeing um, how alcohol's affected people that I love, um, and it's really hollowed me out. Um, abstaining from alcohol as a result of that, and I realise how much of the um, how much that like informs the, the social lubricant side of it, and also how much that like sort of. Um, it almost glosses over the top of like social anxiety. And I realized that I'd experienced that and probably still do to an extent like all my life. So I'm kind of, because I, I, I'm doing this life now, I'm like in that transition period. I'm saying this is the second half of my life um, where I don't drink. Um, at least for now, I mean, I don't know. I might have the odd one here and there, but at, at the minute I'm happy just not to. You know, things might change, it might not change. I suppose like um, a lot of this whole Christmas shit is around that. And there was I realized as well, I was talking to a counselor that one new year, um, I wouldn't say I got into a fight, I just got beaten to fuck, broken cheekbone and all that. And that was part, like during the time where there was like people being lost and, and, um, and dying. And we explored a lot of it and it I couldn't deal with the trauma of getting beaten to shit. It would be basically what happened. I came around the corner and one of my mates was getting beaten to death, basically. And I jumped in and I got a battering too. Um, and it wasn't great. It wasn't a nice time. But um, soon after that, one of my friends died. And then just kept get, it just kept getting worse that year. Um, so I 
as I say, I explored and nailed that down with the counsellor and a lot of it, it was to just to do with like not being able to deal with that because there was too much other stuff to deal with. And I think where I'm at now is understanding the last decade has been full of those traumas and I need to hollow myself out and get stuff out of the way that ordinarily may have been used as a crutch or an ability to talk to people um, in social situations. So now I'm like almost like relearning how that's done. And um, part of doing that is do it, sitting and talking to you in, in Spartan Quarters today and, and, and seeing how you feel about it too. And I understand like, you know, from, uh, I put a post out earlier on my Facebook page and there's just so many of you who feel the same way. So it made me feel less alone. So cheers for those responses there. Take some comments though, see what people are saying. Right. Lawrence Green's saying, normal people scare me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Robert Grady, there's nothing worse than feeling alone in a crowded room. I've certainly felt that in in, in the past. Like it's um I think a lot to do with me though, you know, how I relate to people in in, in groups or crowds. Um and as I say, drink was always a a bit of a, a crutch for that. And I've just removed it now. Um Michael Dines is in the house. Nice to see you, brother. You are normal. The majority of people on the planet do not do Christmas. Most of them have not even heard of it. It's a great point, that actually, isn't it? Right, let's let's see what else. Jacqueline is saying, I can't always talk to people and sometimes it puts you under a lot of pressure. Totally, man. Like that's the the pressure that I've definitely felt like really savagely in previous years. Um and I still do to an extent because this Christmas wave of conformity is very, very real. It's it's a very real thing, and as you can see with the way you go presented their um, stuff with the with Scrooge and whatever, um, you're not really going to be taken seriously. You know what I mean? Simple as that. B sixty two boom one totally with you on not wanting to be around drunk people. It's it's a lot, man. It, I realized like I was that drunk person in the past. You know, like just slavery just in people's faces, and I just can't be asked with it, man. Like. And also it can bring out a really vile side in people too, it's particularly when you're not drinking, it's particularly if they're going through maybe what we were going through five, six, seven years ago. And it's, it, like, it brings it into full focus there. Um, it brings like what they're doing into full focus. And don't get us wrong, not everybody's out. It's like some people can have a drink or not have a drink, whatever. Like I really don't give a shit whatever other people choose to put in their mouths or don't. I don't care. But what I do want is the respect of my own decision. And sometimes people, when they've had a drink, they're not really known for that tact other. And also when people talk to me like that, I'm not really known for mine, drunk or not. So, yeah. Anyway, if you'd like to support what work, a Christmas. Please go to patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash cowdaily. If you want to make a one-off contribution to our work, links are in the description for PayPal. It would be very much appreciated, of course. Um, and help more build and make this sustainable going into 2023. Um, thank you very much. Just on Patreon as well, um, obviously I've moved over the next few days. I'll be uploading cow flicks for your Christmas viewing needs, um, and hopefully we'll be able to get some kind of watch party thing on the go. Um, yeah, just the entire back catalogue that I recorded when I was ill for so long is going up on Patreon, and I hope you enjoy it because I'm really proud of that body of work, particularly given... When I made it, uh, like it was so hard to do with post-viral fatigue also, just the back end of the shingles, COVID, whatever it was. 
I'm just I watch them now and I realize how wrecked I was, but also I realize how much I turned it on to get that hour done or that half an hour done with a guest and then how much impact it had. And also the blessing that I feel now that I don't actually have that now. Like I can make this and I can go about my day. I'm going to go and walk my dog 5K. I'm, you know, I'm not getting those exhaustion rebounds. I'm exhausted about exhausted about things that are actually happening in life. Um, yeah. So thank you to everybody who's um, been contributing. Uh, we've got the patrons coming up here. Uh, the new ones will be going up on there also soon now that I'm back in the hoops or in a house um so yeah i'm just looking forward to getting some work done and what else i'll be doing over christmas is um i need to redo the website all of these jobs that i've not been able to do because i didn't want to overstress myself when i've had this staggered return back um i'm just really looking forward to doing that so yeah just know that i'll be getting all that stuff off and also the theme for 2023 with the cow is this out of darkness comes light so watch out for what that means um and please do put your notifications on um, we'll be getting right amongst it over the Christmas, but it will be kind of irregular because, you know, as much as I'm like doing the things that I'm doing now, there's still going to be times when I um, have to go off and do some shit because, you know, I have a partner and I respect that and I respect that like she's in the Christmas. So I'm going to be there and make the best of it and not slap a fake smile on and try and enjoy it for her because I love her very much. Um, before we do go though, I just want to acknowledge um, we lost a great man this week, Terry Hall. You can see a picture when he was young there and a picture when he was older. Um, strangely enough, we've got a link through mutual friends and I was going to be reaching out in the new year to see if he would come on the show. And um, yeah, it kind of brought it home a bit because I've always wanted to talk to him. And it's I just feel from a personal perspective um, that... I've missed out on something because I know he would have a lot of great stories to tell and seeing the response from people who actually do know him um you realize like how much we have actually lost and I think it's encapsulated in this quote from him when you see injustice all you can do is think what can I do to help what can I say about this how can I make people aware of this rest in power Terry Hall and I just like to um, reiterate that man what a great man lost. And I think um, when we lose one of our own, we should always acknowledge it. Anyway, this has been the first one after the enforced hiatus of Cow Daily. Thanks for turning up. And I will see you um, periodically over the Christmas. Not just talking about Christmas. We're just going to crack on in it because there's many of us who, who need that. And I know I do. I need to have this continuity because I can't lose any more of the momentum that I've built up because I know how much momentum is important to recovering from long-term illness and putting things behind you so i'm going to still turn up hopefully you still turn up in 2023 we'll put ourselves in position for a great year much love to all of yous and just know that it's our year coming up same as every year right love to all as ever see you later hopefully tomorrow catch you later <laughs>